ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys. Friends, made better friends through a lot of professional wrestling. I'm Derek, and I guess I am alone today. Oh, I'm here, Matt. Oh, well, that's here. I'm Zach. Oh, I just got here. It's Eastside. <laughs> I just got. <laughs> um, My arms are hurt. Just flew in. <laughs> uh, oh, fucking bird. Coming with the coming with the jokes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Weird afternoon energy. I yeah. know. Yeah. We're, we're recording in it's, the daytime. It's light outside. We don't like it any more than you do. <laughs> I'm actually fine with it. Yeah, I like it. Nice. I duct taped a blanket to my ceiling. Yeah, so hopefully this room doesn't sound as big. Does it sound as big? Let us know in the comments. Like, yeah. like subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Click the links here. <laughs> Go to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe to my premium Snapchat. <laughs> God. Um, let's talk about War Games. What a good show that was. Feels like it was forever ago, but it was last week. Yeah, yeah last Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this. These matches that weren't on the show. Keith Lee beat Fidel Bravo. Uh, Fidel Bravo is my new favorite NXT jobber. <laughs> he has the greatest look I've ever seen. Is he seen. the guy with like the bleached hair and the, and mustache? Like the mustache? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm on board with him. Keith Lee is also just real cool. Yeah. yeah. He's the coolest principal I've ever met. He puts the pal in principal. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Lars Sullivan defeated Kieta Murray. So let's just talk yeah. real quick about old Lars. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Lars. he's a fucking creep. Oh, is Lars a creep? He's a, he's a weird dude. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, he spent some time on the bodybuilding.com forums. Uh, shout yeah. out to local company bodybuilding.com. Yeah, shout out Anderson. Uh, shout out Randy. Shout out Mark. Yeah, uh, my my friend Pete. <laughs> shout out ex friend Pete. Big Pete used to be worship leader at the church I went to. Played music with him. Nice. So cool. and they started bodybuilding.com. Well, they worked, worked, there. worked there. Oh, nice. But um, he just kind of really spouted off. He, like the l- less bad stuff he said. Was it like ROH was boring? They're just a bunch of vanilla like spot monkey midgets. So it's Kevin Nash in that aspect. Yeah. But then he said some racist stuff. Oh no. And then he said some bad stuff about his boss's wife. Oh. Which oh. Is also his big boss yeah. too. Like said some stuff about Stephanie. Said some stuff about Ronda Rousey, which is probably the thing that'll actually get him in the most trouble. Like yeah. like creepy stuff. Yeah. He said he like had sex with her, right? Yeah, yeah. He said he had sex with Ronda Rousey. Oh God. And yeah, he said like, something weird about a Stephanie McMahon picture or video. I I I guess you know I I thought he was on the up and up. Lars seemed like a I don't know. I had yeah. sympathy for him because he's a big smart boy. Apparently not that smart. No. He just knows a couple big words. Yeah, yeah. He knows some big words. So yeah, there Lars was about to get a big old push. Yeah, because they've been running promos for him on like SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna be able to happen anymore. I just get let go. Could be the best for him because if he went to Raw, like he would disappear uh, amongst like Braun and 
the, I don't know, AOP. He's not, like, the biggest fucking boy. He'd be nice on SmackDown. He'd be terrible on Raw. Yeah. Like, he would get lost so quickly in the shuffle. Like, I mean, he got lost in the shuffle at NXT. Yeah. yeah. And, like, as soon as they brought in, like, other big people who can work better than him, like, I think he's good for, like... Being a WWE product, not like an indie dude who's like spent time learning already. Like, but that's a big drop off to the indie big indie dudes they're bringing in now. Yeah, I mean, Punishment Martinez can work like a lot better than him. Yeah, and Punishment's not even like the best worker. Like, no. <laughs> like he was a medi- mediocre worker in Ring of Honor. Yeah, like Dijak Don, Don whatever his name Don, Don Dijon. Dijon. Don Dijon is a much better worker than him. He's a big dude. Like Keith Lee is. So much better than him. Uh, Donovan Di- Dijakovic. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Mustard boy. Yeah, mustard guy. hasn't. I haven't seen him lately. He, I, I think they, they're... He's like probably going to get a big push. They just kind of wanted to probably get like a couple TV matches in. Yeah. Get that out of the way. Yeah, and then they repackage him and stuff, and he's on the house show loop. But. Yeah, so it's they do that a lot with people. So he's like, he's been working, he's just not... Because they even did that with Nikki Cross... Oh, yeah? They had her come as, like, her real name, Nikki Glencross, and, like, did some, like, just random job matches just as, like, she's the wrestler. And then, like, brought her back as, like... She's Mickey Rourke? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sick. So they, they do that a lot. Yeah. I really hope that he and Keith Lee get to have a match in NXT. God, yeah. Because they, their PWG match is incredible. Once, like... Uh, undisputed, Alistair and Gargano and Champa. I feel like they're like all on the verge of just leaving. Yeah, because they're all like, what? What else can they do? Yeah, it'll be like Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, Donovan Dijak, like um, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen, be there, yeah. yeah, he's gonna be there for for a couple more years. Yeah, just hopefully, he, he's just so young. He's so yeah. young, and he's getting so much better constantly. There's no that, point. Like, Don't move him up. Yeah, yeah. you'll have an Apollo Cruz 2.0 on your exactly. hands. Exactly. Like he's uh, he has way more character, but. He'll just get lost and not reach his potential if they bring him up. And so, like, it'd be guys like him, and like, I feel like EC3 is probably going to move up soon just because. What are the you doing with him? Yeah, like, what are they doing with him? Also, like, Vince is going to look at him just like, oh, I like him. Cream his goddamn pants. Yeah. yeah. Cream his fucking pants. Yeah. Uh, this was a match we saw on NXT, Nikki Cross and Candice LeRae. That was a great match. Yeah. Really good match. Yeah, can't like remind like because you don't get to see Candice much these days. So like, just, like oh yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good match for that her. German for suplex her. off the ropes was. I know that they have terrifying. like they 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 want to do stuff with her, which is why they take like Triple H is smart because people he wants to do stuff with, he'll show every so often, but like make sure they don't like lose like every week like. What's uh, Raul Mendoza? You see him a lot. Mm-hmm. He yeah. loses all the time. Yeah. You see Aaliyah like three times, like every fucking month, and she loses every match. But it kind of keeps the name like fresh in your mind. Like, so with those ones, like, he's like, okay, you guys are the jobbers. Whereas, like, Candace, she's brought back, she's involved in storylines, and then, like, has a match. She may lose, she may win, but it's. You're not going to know her as just a loser. Like, right. Mm. Like, not like, I'm going to call Raul Mendoza a loser. I think he's really good. He just loses but a he, lot. But he yes. loses a lot. Exactly. Um, have you guys been checking out that new uh, YouTube channel, that Performance Center? The Matt Riddle stuff is out of control. Oh, the two episodes. So 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 and then the good. Nikki Cross one was really, really good. Seeing her, like, just be real and, like, emotional, it almost, like, scared me more. I was <laughs> like, I, my brain's used to. 
I didn't know you had emotions. Yeah. So in this match was Nikki Cross the face. Yeah. Yes. So like, so wild. Yeah, like Candice LeRae, the way she came out, like just in that fucking candy vest. Yeah. That that she really made, she made herself. Made herself out of candy. Yeah, and her gear was like cupcake drawings that her niece drew her. <laughs> yeah. Like the like most just... babyface thing you could be, but she's the heel. <laughs> yeah. So good. I don't think she's going full heel. I just, think just like within this little story she is, but they're like. You can't have Candace wheel. No. Like, at least, like, not, it's just situational. Not initially. Like, they had that backstage thing where she and Alistair, like, stared down, and, like, she's obviously the heel in that situation, but mm-hmm. it's just situational. And it's just because of Johnny. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to, like, compare or uh, lump them just together yeah, because yeah. they are together as, as a couple, but it's like, oh, man, what if it was, like, heel couple, like, <laughs> dominating NXT? Sick. Be okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I definitely want her to have her own yeah, yeah. separate sort of thing. It would have but... to be, like, I'd want it to be in backstage stuff. Like, have her matches totally not be because of Johnny and not, like, tied to his storyline, but still be, like, in the backstage be, like... Just, like, show them doing, like, push-ups together. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, hyping each other up. Uh, we had uh, Matt Riddle's debut. His debut? His, debu- his takeover debut? His, his takeover debut. Debut. He beat Cassisono in seven seconds <laughs> with a fucking flying knee. I w- I've never been uh, so simultaneously like excited and disappointed at the same time. Yeah. Of just like, oh, that's badass. But this fuck, was I such a see Triple him. H smart thing to do, though. He did it on purpose. He didn't want to advertise this match because they weren't going to give it time. Yeah. This was supposed to be to show that Matt Riddle's dangerous. And so instead, they surprise you, and it's a good thing. Oh my god, we gotta see this awesome seven-second yeah, match. Yeah. We weren't even supposed to get this guy, and he's here. It's, yeah, it was so good. And, like, his gear, fucking his fucking Bruce Lee gear yeah. is so good. And no, it was oh, yeah. from Kill Bill. Oh, okay. No. Oh, you like, want to get into this? No. no. And, like, I thought he was a banana. That too. Yeah, banana and pajamas. <laughs> and also, like, the, his, like, promo saying, like, we got one ring. We got two rings. I'll knock you out in both. In both of them. Bro. But yeah, watching those videos of him on that Performance Center channel on YouTube is like, just like him just being a good dad and yeah. like just sweet guy. I love like, it seems like he's being a character because he's so over the top. And then you're like, no. Like he is playing into like this catchphrase and stuff, but that is who he is. Like, yeah. Because yeah. like, you see his daughter's. Like, there's one of them that is... Is me, ju- him. That's just oh, him. <laughs> they also look exactly... Like, exactly. All of his kids look exactly like Well, two like of them are twins. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they oh, look, really? Yeah. Okay. His two do- like, the two daughters are twins. Oh. Even his son, like, has that look in his eye. Like, <laughs> like oh, you're definitely Matt Riddle's kid. <laughs> but, like, one of them, like, acts exactly like him. Like, oh... This is real life. This isn't a character. The, those kids could be the greatest athletes in the, like twenty years. <laughs> oh, probably yeah. Because like to, you know, his wife is like a as a bodybuilder. Yeah, like and she's ridiculously like strong and athletic. Yeah. Um, they, like the video of like his daughters being like, "That's my daddy!" Like on TV when he was like at, at the takeover Brooklyn or whatever. It's like, oh man, <laughs> like, they do why, a good job of like. Why they is he- want, why yeah. is he wearing a suit? <laughs> yeah. I know, I don't know why is he wearing a suit? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I fancied it up a bit. I yeah. got some flip-flops. I got some flip-flops where back your, there. Wear your fucking shoes. <laughs> you know you're not wearing fucking shoes, right? <laughs> you know you're barefoot, right? <laughs> uh, we had Shayna Baszler beating Kyrie Sane 2-1 to one in a 2 out of 3 falls match. 
it was a. They was, started that match at ten. Like, highly yeah. accelerated match. It was uh, fast paced. Um, probably the I can't think of a much of a quicker uh, two out of three falls yeah. match that I've seen ever. That was still good at least. I, I, it was still good. I like it because they it was just so fast paced and so like just like from the moment it's like okay we're not letting off the gas. Yeah. And like sometimes two out of three falls matches like you're just waiting for the the first two falls to happen so you get to that like where it makes like. Oh, this is where they're actually going to turn it on, and it matters. Mm. And a lot of that match, the whole was, thing seemed like it mattered, right? Because a lot of that match seemed like it, the the outcome of the match wasn't as important as like what was going on with like the other two like horsewomen. Yeah, Io Shirai doing a moonsault in heels and like perfectly in skinny moon, jeans, like yeah. perfect moonsault. And then yeah. Dakota Kai coming out and helping. It's just like okay, kicking. Just kicking as Marina in the face, yeah. kicking her so, face clean off, so hard. Team kick. It's a fake team. Well. It's real to me. It's <laughs> still real to me. Damn it! I, I love that. Like, so I'm pretty sure like she's like been things called Team Kick, but like she still says I'm the captain of Team Kick. But it's like she hey. and Tegan had an actual tag team. That yeah, team to but it's like who's in this team now? Especially when like she was signed and Tegan was like injured and like or not signed. It's yeah, like, wait a second. It's a team of one. <laughs> uh, Alistair Black, Gargano. Ugh, this was, was my favorite match of yeah. the yeah, mine too. by far. It felt like a blood feud. Yeah. Like, they were just pissed. This is, I thought, the best Aleister Black match in NXT. So, David fucking Bixenspan. Yeah, oh, fuck that guy. Was just like, oh, this is such a Shawn Michaels match. It makes it suck because it's so theatrical and overdramatic. It's like, that shit enhances matches. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved... don't get what he likes. Um, he wants just like Ray Stevens versus Pat Patterson from the Cow Palace, I think. <laughs> He just likes wrestles. I don't know. I, I don't get that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Shitty take because I love the like, like adding that kind of dramatic stuff into the big PWG match that was happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like Gargano's an incredible seller. Yeah. Like the end of that match when like Alistair wouldn't let him go down. Like. And it oh. still just shows how relentless Johnny is, and it's. And then, like, at the end, where he's, like, he just tells him, I absolve you of your sins. <laughs> yeah. And then kicks his face off. Yeah. I like, too, how, because Johnny's angle right now is, like, I'm the good guy. He's not doing, like, he's doing his face, like, moveset still and stuff, like. But he's a little bit more sinister with He's it, more sinister he? about it. He's, like, more cocky about it. Like, yeah, yeah. like, I'm fucking kicking ass. He even did the thing where he said, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and, like, like, then, like, faked him into a roll-up. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like a total heel thing, but he still thinks he's being the good guy. I wonder, like, I'm really curious to see where Johnny goes from here. Yeah, I kind of hope that that's his, like, fall from grace is getting his ass. It's either his fall from grace or his, like, 100% turn. It pushes him completely to one or the other side. Yeah, And you can go both ways, and I think both ways would make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I, I would rather have this be, like, kind of, like, from the ground up now. He has to come back and, like atone for everything and like, like fight his way to Champa. Yeah, fight his way back to Champa because like they kind of did that with Sami Zayn. It was like one of the best story arcs yeah. in NXT. And they could pull it off. He can definitely pull it off. But the thing is, is like, also like he showed he can be a good fucking cocky shit. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Him like high fiving fans and just like having a fucking good <laughs> yeah! time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This totally could also be like just like Champa saying like, look, you. You were weak and gave up. Like, you were still trying to be the good guy, and you lost. Look at me, I won. I'm still champion. Yeah. Yeah, and so it could totally definitely turn that way. Yeah, it could go both ways, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. 
then we had Tommaso Ciampa uh, defeated the Velveteen Dream in a match that had no right to be as good as it was. <laughs> was say, this match had no right to be as good as it, it was. It was so smart. Su- like, such lackluster build. Like, half of the build was about Lars Velveteen lost to Lars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I thought he was like. I thought that match was like to replace him. Yeah, but uh, and usually in a match like that, like they, you want to beat the giant before you go to the title. That's a very Vince thing. Yeah, no, he just fucking. Beat him. But it was cool because that because of that Gargano and Alistair match was so uh, like you said like a PWG match almost. It was cool that they started that match pretty slow. And Velveteen Champa. Yes, so yeah. a lot of storytelling kind of like let things. Cool down, but then they ramped it back up at it, the end. It made it feel kind of like what a, we kind of thought the match was going to be is like a lot of storytelling, but not the same work rate. And then it just was like, nope, it's still going to be. They they did a wild. really good job of doing like a more WWE main event style match, which yeah. I thought was really really cool. Yeah, because it's different. Like you don't want all like fucking main event PWG matches. Right. You want these different matches. You want the like the little bit more WWE main event style. You want like the lucha match. You want. Like, all these different things. So, like, when you get... In this pay-per-view, like, you get a match that just starts at 10. That's two out of three falls with the in the women's match. Then you get that, just like that indie fucking sprint, too. Yeah. With uh, Gargano and Black. Then you get a little more character-based stuff. And then, like, a WWE main event style um, match with uh, fucking Champa and Dream. Everything's a little bit... Like, everything's mm. different. It feels different. It's yeah. a show. It's not just the same bullshit every match. Yeah. And I think that's where Dream thrives, because he isn't an indie guy. He's a... He's a... Like, a WWE wrestler. Like, he came out as Hulk Hogan because he wants to be Hulk Hogan, okay. essentially. He sees himself as Hulk. Yeah, as yeah. a Hulk-level, like, main eventer. Um, and it... It's good too because like it is that WWE style match and it's for the you know most you know prestigious title on NXT so it's like kind of how we're conditioned to see those big title matches too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was they, good, yeah. I didn't have any better than most of the WWE main eventers. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, that's the NXT. Ginger couldn't learn that fucking style. Fuck no. <laughs> it took him till his last match with AJ, <laughs> and that was all AJ. <laughs> It was all Uncle Alex. Ginger was the runner-up for the original NXT title, though. I remember in the, in the tournament. Seth Rollins beat him. Yeah, Seth Rollins <laughs> beat him. Also, Ginger was half like half a person comparatively to now. Yeah, yeah he's put on a lot of bulk. <laughs> Steroids. Drugs, brother. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, then we had the War Games match. Pete Dunne, Ricochet, War Raiders against the Undisputed Era. All four of them. Yeah, first time all four of them have been in a match together. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, great match. Yeah. It was a... Giant clusterfuck. Yeah, and like, it's like silly. It just silly also moments. just like, they made a big point to protect Adam Cole. Because mm-hmm. Adam Cole is the man. Mm. Took two finishers from the two most like over like singles competitors in like, NXT. Yep. Um, they also protected Pete Dunne's leg. Because that poor fucker. Yeah. That poor boy. But he was fucking going for he it. He was going for he, it. And he was he would be out right now if not for how long he's already had that title. Like, they can't just have him relinquish that title. Someone has to beat him for it. Yeah. And he would be, like, 100% just, like, resting up and getting it fixed, except for that. Yeah, yeah. and then they also made this a giant ricochet showcase. Oh, yeah. That oh, man. That fucking that, double moon That double moon salt was insane. I haven't seen him do that in years, and I've heard him talk about... I, I'm never gonna do it again because I'm gonna break my neck. Well, he <laughs> fucking did it. Well, yeah. but he also in WWE. But he did it from the top. 
so like of the cage. There's yeah. more. There's more room there than just from the top rope. Yeah. No, it definitely is a lot more room. But still, like, whoa. <laughs> well, especially because like when he took off, it's like it looked like he was arching for a single moon saw, and it was just like an extra one. He just one. tucks. Yeah. yeah. That's what. That's like how he used to do it. Yeah. He used to. It, he used to spin a lot quicker with it because he knew like didn't have as much time. Yeah. But um, I never thought I'd see that in WWE. Same. Like, it was wild. And he, like, almost overshot it, but, like, everyone saw it. I think everybody off. didn't think he was going to get as much air as he did. Yeah. Well, he did. And also, I don't think they wanted him to land on everybody. Yeah, because he's spinning so fast. Like, yeah. it was an easy way to just hurt someone. Yeah, like, a 190-pound, 200-pound guy, however much he weighs, because he has put on a lot of muscle. That, uh... Just going full Sonic just the Hedgehog fucking, into you. Yeah, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog into you. Just fucking holding down and seeing. Just, like, yeah. spinning. <laughs> yeah, there was just so many spots in this match. Yeah, like, I thought, like, almost as impressive was his, like, springboard from one ring to the other ring to do the, like, uppercut, like, oh, the Cesaro yeah. flying uppercut on Adam Cole. Like, he flew, like, 30 feet. Yeah. Yeah, he is just so athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then Hanson jumping from one ring to the other. That was out of control because he's a big boy. Onto the a table. couple hosses, dude. Yeah. yeah. Look at Big. Like, because it's impressive already that he can do, like, the, like, cartwheels and, like, like all that kind of stuff and do stuff off the top rope, but that is a long way to jump for a big boy. When he, yeah, when we do, like, that fucking, like, handspring. Yeah. Like, what in Handspring, the f- double back elbow. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, you have no right to yeah, do like, that. Yeah, like, I saw him do that in New Japan. Yeah, I've seen some, that, too, and, but, like, no right to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Roe had, like, spots where he's, like, picking up two dudes at once, too, like... Yeah, he's a big, strong boy. And then Bobby thought he hurt his knee again. Like, you could tell. <laughs> but he's fine. That's I think, I think that's he was, good. It was his first match back, so I think he was a little gun-shy at how much of a clusterfuck it was. Yeah. And yeah. also, he's old. Yeah, yeah. totally. He's just not... I don't think he was, like... Mentally, it was a lot for him, so... Yeah. I'm glad he's okay, though. Mm-hmm. Totally. I thought this was such, like... It was a clusterfuck, but it was a good showcase for everyone in the match. Everybody looked good, like Roderick fucking coming in <clears throat> oh, man. and just hitting a thousand moves like <laughs> yeah. I love. Yeah. yeah, he was hitting those backbreakers like a motherfucker. Yeah. And there's there's a big section of the match, too, that made me just want a Kyle O'Reilly P. Dunn singles oh, hell like, yeah. fuck, program. I would, I would love that. I would, they're so good together. Yeah, I, there's just a lot of stuff. I want Roddy versus Ricochet because I feel they could go... A thousand miles per hour for thirty mm. minutes, and both of them just be and fine. Roddy yeah. would be like a great person to like keep up the same pace, but ground Ricochet, mm-hmm. like just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, did you guys know that Roddy was a jobber against Kurt Angle? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. And his they open slapped challenge. the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. and then ran it, away. Like I was, I'm listening to another podcast Monday Night Shout Out. Former um, guest of the show, <clears throat> yeah, Ryan. Um, and they're t- they were just talking about old stuff and then they were just talking about how much they love jobber matches and they said that's one of the best it, of all it time. Is. Zach and I were talking it was about like it on 12 uh, years ago? Yeah, we were talking about it uh, during War Games. It's like it's awesome that he does the angle slam because he got his ass handed to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought Kurt that was beat the shit out of him. That was cool. Funny story about that match that Roddy told on a podcast is like when he runs the slide in the ring, they show him sliding in and Kurt's like kind of like Almost laughing. Well, it's because uh, what actually happened during the SmackDown taping, he ran, fucking hits the apron, bounces back, and then has to... Oh, he got me cut it? Yeah. 
wow, they just made him look okay? Yeah, <laughs> well, that was back in the day of taped, uh, pre-taped Smackdowns. Okay. they were taped on Tuesdays and aired on Thursdays. Also, Johnny yeah. Gargano did a, uh, a job match there, Oh, my too. God, where he's just as, like, a fucking, like, wise man from the Bible. <laughs> yeah. He nice. looks, it's so weird. I mean, Ciampa was... Was it Undertaker's lawyer? Whose lawyer was he? He was Undertaker. Uh, no, uh, Muhammad Hassan's lawyer. Muhammad Hassan's yeah. lawyer against the Undertaker. He gets <laughs> chokeslammed by the Undertaker. All in that's the same era. Yeah, those, those, those was, things need to be in like their promo packages. Have like a collection of like just, like, just on their Titantron. His yeah. name was Cedric well, von Hausen, uh, and he fought MVP in 2007. That was Johnny Gargano. Oh my Jesus. god. I just want to see like. That's what needs to be in, like, the Performance Center videos, like, their Chronicles, like, yeah. just, like... Mm-hmm. Well, I love, especially that Tommaso Ciampa instance, because he was playing Mohamed Hassan's lawyer, who's, and Tommaso Ciampa's job was to read an apology letter <laughs> for, like, some terrorist uh, <laughs> angle. <laughs> what the fuck? That Is was... That young Johnny? It's young John boy. It looks like the fucking... Yeah, it looks like he's cosplaying the, some, the like, rat guy. Yeah, it looks Who's like he's the cosplaying the Hobbit or something. Plays the whistle for the rats. Who the fuck are you talking about? The Pied Piper? Yeah! Oh, no. Roddy Piper? <laughs> yeah. Um, Silicon Valley? Um, let's see. We'll, we'll just, yeah. Hell yeah, good show. Fuck, uh, what's his name? TJ Miller. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but Adam Cole also had a sweet spot in wrestling, like, past as an extra. Um, so back with the Stratage Society, they had Serena Deeb in it, oh, yeah. and yeah. they showed a footage of her drinking. The guy who gave her the alcohol yeah, was Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I think that's in character. That, yeah. that was just real life. That was just at the character of Adam Cole, 100%. Yeah. Especially then, because like his character at that point in time was just a sleazeball in CZW that just made out with Mia Yim in the middle of the ring. What was it? Panama City Playboy? That's the yeah. one. I got, I got a shirt of that. Yeah. That's pro wrestling. <laughs> but yeah, War Games was sick. It's always sick. Yeah. And they, yeah. And as always, they've left a lot of like different possibilities open for new storyline stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a good show every time. Saw a very, very good Photoshop of that part where they're like staring off between the two rings and someone just put a Thanksgiving dinner table oh, right I saw between that. all of them. <laughs> and it's so good. There's just so much that can happen and then like they even did like like they're so smart because they did interviews with like EC three and he's like promising to come back and he was like cause he got injured from Undisputed Air, which is very smart. Like they make they give you a reason as to why he wasn't on the show. Yeah. And also then Triple H at the end of it was like, you know, it's something that's great about uh, what we do here at NXT is that every show's different. You're not going to get the same guys every show. Yeah. And they really do. They do a good job of Mixing taking an, up. an yeah. hour a week but still showcasing all of their talent. And mm-hmm. what's awesome is like now like the main event women's feud now has six people. You have the horse girls... And then you have um, Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, and Kyrie Sane. So like, yeah. now that's just one feud. You can get like another women's feud going too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like alongside all that. So now you have so many more people involved and like a lot more interest there. <laughs> There's just so much cool stuff that they do, and they do it in an hour a fucking week. Yeah. yeah, this is a weird thing I just thought of. Has what's her butt the girl we all hate? Lacey Evans. Has she had a takeover match? No. No. So they're pushing her so hard on TV, but she has not had a takeover. No, but that's match. pretty that's pretty standard when they're okay. building character. They're tr- they're trying to see if she can get to that level. Yeah. Okay. It's it's gonna be I like there there's a collision course between her and Bianca Belair. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she's gonna lose to Bianca, which will be the only time I'll cheer for Bianca. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I I think Bianca's getting better and better, yeah, but she's the EST. 
I do hope that they keep like keep her away from the title scene until she's ready. Yeah, like, people love her so much, mm-hmm. so it's like it's because she can do a four fifty, which is sick. But yeah. like, and I do like her character work stuff, and like I think she's getting better. Oh, dude, yeah, she's really good at like being so cocky, like when she like smacking her gum and just like <laughs> on the interviews, it's like God, she's so annoying. But just like it's so perfect the, like, for your character. She does like the good character stuff, and it reminds me of Carmela. But she's way more athletic than Carmelo, yeah. but it's like the same thing where I don't think either of them are that good in the ring. Yeah. But, like, they overdo the character part of it. So yeah. hopefully, like, her in-ring work catches up with her character. Yeah, I think yeah. every time I see her have a match, I think it's better than the last one. So just hope they keep her away long enough. I, I just hope, like, up. all yeah. this hype doesn't, like, push her into a spot where she shouldn't be yet. Yeah. Because then it's going to be like what you're saying, the Apollo Crews thing, where next thing you know, because you have all this potential and all these, like... She's so unbelievably athletic. Yeah. Like, all these just fucking physical gifts that you're going to get put in the spot where you're just going to flounder. Yeah. yeah. She very well might be the most athletic person in all of WWE. Like Also, like, so is Montez Ford. Yeah. They yeah. are, like, the most ridiculously, like, beautiful and <laughs> athletic couple to ever I'm going to say second because... I'm pretty sure Ricochet and Casey Cadenz are dating. They, oh, they, <laughs> it's, so, it's confirmed as of this weekend. Are there animals hanging out? No, but uh, Ricochet posted on his Instagram story going a, home to a, see Casey. A <laughs> selfie of Casey and like saying "miss you" and stuff like that. Like, so mm-hmm. my theory, 100% confirmed now. Yeah, I, that's what Jen and I were thinking too. Yeah. And I think that those two need to have a more athletic couple off. Yeah, <laughs> Just right. a mixed stack. Because who's going to win? Because Ricochet is more athletic than Montez. Ricochet's going to win everything. Well, uh, as far as depending on what kind of I don't know, because Casey Catanzaro is, on, she's the first person to ever, like first woman to ever beat the full American Ninja Warrior course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she, okay. That's okay, what that's she did. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then... Like she's also like five foot and like did that fucking warped wall, which is unreal. Yeah, because that thing is like gigantic. That's what eventually knocked her out the second year, is because they made it bigger and it's just like she's five foot. Yeah. So Matt Cross, aka Son of Havoc, was on that, and he is unbelievably athletic. Yeah, like he's just this fucking independent wrestling like torchbearer. He couldn't beat that. Yeah, yeah. Damn, she did. She did. Yeah, and then Bianca is like. One. Okay, okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> Bianca Belair is, you know, like, like her just fine. a legit all-American track athlete, like, and wins the, like, Performance Center Combine every year, male or female. Like, she's she wins all of that every single year. Damn. So, it would be a very interesting yeah, match. They uh, did challenge. an NXT mix, yeah, the NXT mix match challenge. That would be, like, a really awesome pairing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's evolve tag champ Montez Ford. I love that. I love that they didn't lose that. I was sure they were just gonna lose. It's it gonna be a little pop. Like nope, nope. They're, they're keeping that sort of going. For it. Yeah, which is cool because like, now it doesn't matter that they're not on TV. Yeah, I saw. Is it Gabe Sapolsky that runs? Yes. Evolve? I saw him talking about how like he like was basically responding to people being a little shitty about it, saying like, "Oh, it's all these like." Like, someone was saying, like, I'd rather have people, like, returning to Evolve that used to work here instead of, like, these performance center, like, people coming. And he's like, no, like, you need the people who don't have the experience on the indies coming and working these indie matches to learn. That's why, Mm -hmm. like, Triple H is sending these people. And then also it's like, do you want every single show to be the exact same that's indie? Because you get your, your, your top indie guys, you get your Trevor Lees, your ACHs, like... DJZ, yeah, like Shane Strickland, like Desmond Xavier, like 
those guys and Brody King, they're like on almost every indie show. Yeah. That's like a big deal. Sammy Callahan for a while was yeah. on in ruined like whole territories of indie stuff for a and while. And so instead, how about you get these guys who are at the performance center who are like who could be really good workers? Fabian Eichner is already a good worker. Yeah, and Montez is already a good like athletic a good athletic worker. Like yeah. he's really good in a tag team to come in for the spots. His frog splash is unbelievable. Is Montez the, the smaller of the two? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so you have that, you have these guys coming in who are gonna work with like these really cool Guys like DJ Z. Mustafa Ali versus DJ Z was so sick. It was so good. It was such a great match because, like, you would never see those guys cross paths. Yeah. Especially because DJ Z works AAW and uh, Mustafa Ali used to work freelance and Danny Daniels is a shithead from AAW. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so the fact that, like, Street Profits get to go in and work, like, and learn this in more indie style is so much better than just sending, like, I don't know, the Undisputed Era. To go work at Evolve, you know? Yeah. They don't need to learn that style. Or just, like, to go pop them, like, go have, yeah. like, an uh, interview, but like, like off-air. It's going to make Street Profits so much better as a team. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they send Dream there, too? Yeah, Velveteen, and then, like, he popped the fucking attendance. Yeah. yeah. It was it the was... lowest attend, like, the lowest ticket rate he's had in forever. Yeah. Then they announced Velveteen Dream, pop it, the fucking sellouts. Yeah. But it is, it is, like, smart for them to learn this indie style. It's like a win-win. Even though they're wrestling, like, all these old indie guys, but they're trying to learn a different style. Well, kind of. Like, even, like, Jaka and Chris Dickinson aren't that old, like, who they beat the t- like, got the titles from. And, yeah. Like, you get a match, like, this is perfect for, like, you bring in Cassius Ono to Evolve, who was a, an Evolve stalwart before, and as Chris Hero, and he's a guy that WWE trusts, like, hey, teach these guys the mm-hmm. way. Teach he's also 100% scouting talent while he's there. Exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. they had him fight Shane Strickland. Guess who's probably going to get signed here soon? Yeah, oh, Shane Strickland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, like... I saw him with Matt Riddle, too. Yeah, isn't that, like, isn't that really cool? This is another just sidebar, like, seeing these talents, like, in, like, small yeah. places, like, Defy, and then, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. they're getting signed. Speaking, yeah. speaking of similar, like, little different, but Logan, former guest on the podcast, friend local of the show, re- friend of friend the show, of the show. local yeah. wrestler, as Marcus King Anderson, had an Impact tryout and got to be uh, an extra on taping of Impact, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he looked like he was, like, part of, like, a pull-apart or something. He was, yeah, he was part of a pull-apart on Impact. Was he a security guard? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah. after doing a trial for Impact, so we definitely got to get him on here soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Calling you out. (laughs) (laughs) You work a whole lot, you probably don't listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's cool watching indie dudes, like, like, become, like, more prominent. Yeah. Because, mm. like, like, don't get me wrong, every indie show needs those big names. And yeah. Like, yeah. There's certain places I feel like do it really well. Like, I think, like, Beyond Wrestling does a really good job. But also, they're in the, they're like, what, Boston area? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's really easy for them. And, like, AAW, like, for the most part, kind of just keeps the same people around. Sammy Callahan. <laughs> Sammy Callahan. <laughs> I'm talking, like, more like ACH, Jimmy Jacobs, like, yeah. Trevor Lee. Um, what's, uh, David Starr. Like, they do it well. I think, like, Black Label Pro does it well. Um, Defy, I think, does a really good job. Mm-hmm. But, like, almost every other one, it's, like, it's the same indie guys hitting every single one. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for that Shaft call-up. <laughs> um, let's talk about Survivor Series. Uh, it was way better than I thought it would be. Yeah. I think that's just what the tagline of Survivor Series should be as a pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is better than I thought. Yeah. I keep your like, expectations low. Have oh, a good time. Brock's one good match a year. It's always at Survivor Series. <laughs> that, I want to talk about that, but we can... Yeah, kind of, we'll get to it. We'll in, get to it. I, like, usually when I watch a pay-per-view, I don't want to watch wrestling for, like, a week. 
And after this one, I watched Raw the next night. It sucked, but I watched it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I, was just like, I thought this whole weekend, like, especially once following a takeover, usually, like, suck the life out of me for main roster stuff. Yeah, yeah. Usually, we, takeover weekends, I'll watch takeover, be stoked on, like, on wrestling. Yeah. Watch the main, like, pay-per-view and just not want to watch the main roster. And I'll yeah. still be stoked on wrestling, but I'll go watch, like, some indie wrestling, mm -hmm. some New Japan, and some NXT stuff. Yeah, yeah. I usually then am burnt out on the main roster. Yeah. This but time? I wasn't. This time wasn't. No. Um, a long pay-per-view. It really, like, kept moving. It yeah. Was, it was shorter than, like, it should be considering It was about four, about four hours, which yeah. is what I like out of my main roster yeah. reviews. Yeah. Not twice They kept that it interesting, too, with what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, pre-show match, the tag team fucking clusterfuck. Right. Yeah. Um, SmackDown won because... The SmackDown writers and the Raw writers did not communicate with Apparently, each other. Yeah. Whoever was the agent of the match fucked up. Yeah. Um, and just put the Usos over because that's what you do. That's like the default. Yeah, it's like, like, okay, well, out of all these teams, it'd be Usos or New Day that are going to win. So yeah. were they like They're not both supposed, supposed to win? No, Raw was supposed to win. Yeah, yeah Raw was supposed, some supposed to actually be a clean sweep. Yeah. But that's why they won't talk about it. I don't know, it kind of gave Xavier, Xavier. Gives Xavier and all those guys a new gimmick. Yeah, yeah. I like that six in one thing, because that is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just some of my notes. Sanity got buried. That made me mad. That was it, that was a really egregious burying, too. Yeah. Because it was just like, Killing Dane came in, got in a couple good moves, like, in like 15 seconds tops, and then Eric Young, when the first moment he got in the match, he took a finisher and lost. Yeah. 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 They gotta be hopefully doing something with them because like they have a lot of talent in that little group. Yeah, that's just not doing anything. God, Killian Dane is like ridiculously good. Yeah, like, fuck, dude. Seriously. You can do a coast to coast. Maybe, maybe they're just waiting for Nikki Cross to get called up, and they can be a full group, and then they really go. Yeah, I just really don't. I think that I doesn't get it. I I didn't think it would take like this short of time. And I'm talking like months ago because like that's how long they haven't been on TV. Yeah, for them to lose steam. Yeah. But it was literally like a couple months after their debut, they kind of lost it. I'm like, okay, well, they'll, they'll find their I, way. Like, and then it's been they nothing. They just didn't do anything. If they don't them. do anything with them, they are Ascension 2.0. Like, yeah. a team that works so well at NXT and then just gets fucked up being on the main roster. And, like, part of it is I don't think, like, they needed to do something with their presentation on the main roster because it's weird to have them in the big, bright arena. <laughs> yeah. And they just didn't. And then they didn't do anything with them as a team or as characters and then just. Eric Young had a botch in his first match. And, and they gave a bunch of people seizures with the their video package. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Their so, video package even their video packages were just Even like their entrance camera work, you can tell they don't get it. They just thought, oh, you just zoom in really quick and like... <laughs> and like out. I don't know. They just really quick cuts. I can just imagine like Kevin Dunn with a big board with a different bunch. Like... Yeah. Pushing all the It's like those DJs that have like the like... Like those loop stations with all the like buttons that you just press. Like A-Rab music. It's, that's just him with the camera angles. Or it's yeah. like a, a hacker from like an early 2000s. He just like oh, cracks yeah. his knuckles. I mean, hey, y'all, hackertyper.com. It's my favorite <laughs> website. <laughs> All right, we're in. I've hacked the mainframe. I, oh, no. Firewall. Click, 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 click. It's my favorite thing. My friend Dusty, when I worked at Page One Power, every time we'd have new trainer, like trainees coming in and shadowing people on our team, he'd open up Hacker Typer. If someone was like tr like shadowing a person next to him, and just have hacker ha hacker typer open on both computers. So it looked like a matrix. It looked style. like it was like just hacking away, and just like have his headphones on and just be like nodding, listening to music the entire time. God, that's good. It's the best joke, best workplace joke I've ever seen. 
Uh, I also wrote down R.I.P. to New Day and Revival after taking all those suicide dives slash top rope moves from the outside of the ring. That was insane. Yeah. That's that's just the thing. I mean, and that's kind of why it's 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 bullshit uh, that they did not acknowledge that it's a six and one victory thing. Is because a lot of guys are working their asses. It was off a good match. Pre show like, match. It was like there's dumb shit in it. Like sanity is a yeah. mission, but like. Xavier taking that shatter machine off the top rope. That was so sick. It's so good. It just sucks that also, like, the revival just always ends up losing. I know, yeah. especially, like, especially yeah. with Ross, like, having... But they were the last Raw team. But if since Raw was supposed to win, yeah. that's, that would do so much for the revival to be oh true. Seriously. Like, especially if they, like, had eliminated New Day and then Usos, like, back-to-back yeah. to win that. That would have yeah. done so much for them. Usos and New Day don't need protecting. They can lose. It they can matter. lose like so much. Like they did at WrestleMania, it didn't matter. Like, yeah, they really lost the League of Nations. That oh was years God. ago. They that lost was years to, ago. Yeah, they non-title lo- match. But weirdly. they lost to the League of Nations, mm. and they're still over. Yeah, but to be well, fair, they, of, there's two things people remember from that match: the Stone big Cold. old fucking box of cereal and Stone yeah. Cold. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Shawn Michaels getting ribbed. Yeah, and their uh, Dragon Ball Z outfit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, nobody remembers the actual match. I, no. I, I, I brought it up, and you guys were like, oh shit, League of Nations? Yeah. I only that? Was that Rusev? Wade Barrett, Alberto Del Rio, and Shame Boy. Yeah. I only remember that because that's the WrestleMania that like I first started paying attention to wrestling again. <laughs> the League of Fucking... You're like, what's happening? That was right. supposed to have, Kevin Owens is going to be in that, and he fought against it, and then he got injured. And so he just didn't put him in, and it's so much better than it's he so was. so much better for him. He was defending IC Champion going into that WrestleMania instead of... <laughs> oh, that's the one that I feel so bad because I feel like this was part of Neville's downfall. As he got injured, he broke his leg right before that. Uh, as he yeah. was supposed to be in it. That that WrestleMania was like, hey, ninety percent of the the roster is injured. God, but that'd have been so sick that because that ladder match was really good. Mm-hmm. If Zack Ryder, random surprise win. Yeah, and he was wasn't he the one that was like surprised in in the match? Yeah, he was. He took Neville's spot. He took Neville's spot in the match and then won it. He only had it for one day, but it's like one of the biggest like babyface WrestleMania pops of all time. Zack Ryder surprise winning the yes. title because he was hyped. He he was super hyped, and that was when he was still like big like underdog character that everyone oh, yeah, loved. Yeah. yeah, women's Raw, women's Survivor Series match. Team Raw was Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina, uh, Ruby Riot, and Natalia were wouldn't stop bickering. So Bailey and Sasha what were a, added at the what last. A, what a fucking weird, weird thing minute. to do. What a weird dumb. You know that, like, we occasionally And have it was, like, planned that way from yeah. the start. We occasionally have stuff, like, where we talk about how it's obvious there are, aren't women writers in WWE. Yeah. And they fall back on these, like, really shitty tropes women about women. Women fight with each other. Women f- bicker and fight with they each other. They can't stop bickering. We'll just kick them out of the match. Why wouldn't, like, everyone was like, why don't you have Bailey and Sasha on this team? This yeah. is ridiculous. Like It wasn't a cool surprise. No, no. It, it definitely made the match better. Yeah, and for the, sure. The match sucked in because, like, they're pushing Nia and Tamina too hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I get why, because the end game is to have Ronda Rousey beat Nia. Yeah. yeah. So they have to make her look strong. But, like, essentially, almost, like, giving her more opportunity for, like, being a careless worker, that's dumb. The way they, like, you can even have Nia be the one who wins the match, but don't have it be like her squashing people. Have it be like she comes in at the last, like isn't in the match for a long time, you forget about her kind of, and then comes in and wins it. And then mm-hmm. that's even stronger heel heat because people are like, oh, fuck that, no. Yeah. 
So I'm, this might be a controversial opinion. Uh-huh. Uh, I like that they're leaning into this face breaker thing. I, I, I don't I, know how I feel about it. I don't it. like it because, like, first off, Gaia sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, like, giving, like, yeah, I, I guess, like, you want to lean into it, but also, like, you're just showing that, like, it's cool to be careless. And that's all it is. Yeah, to me, I see it as more like they're they're making the best of a potentially shitty situation. They're misconstruing the heat though, because it's not heat because they don't like Naya the character. People don't like are not liking Naya the <laughs> yeah, person. person. That's yeah. true. That's and true. like then her playing into this makes people not like Naya the character, like not the character, the person. It yeah. does feel like not they're Naya like, the character. Yeah, Lena, not yeah. Naya. Yeah, they're yeah. starting to not like the actual person, which is not what you want to do for Naya. Yeah. I think they are doing the best with the situation. Well, not doing the best with the situation, but... They're doing like, something with it. Doing, like, using that, but it's like... I don't know. It's just weird. It's like, yeah. you hurt somebody. You should not be getting, like... Yeah. I, a giant hurt, push. Hurt, yeah, people I, hurt people. I think that they're... I mean, fucking gender got a world title. True. And there's rumors that it might have been a receipt. So that makes it even That's, worse. That comes from drunk Chris Jericho. Oh, okay. But it, yeah, like, God, think, he can like, stop it. I will bed, say, yeah. though, that it was a very stiff punch that you don't see anybody throw. Yeah. Yeah. No, it looked like she was trying to clock her in the face. Yeah. That's why, I don't know. <laughs> That's why I think it's more so just carelessness. Yeah. Um, match sucked. They actually did a dance break. Yeah, that was did. actually one of the better... Things to match. Also, I called. I want to say I called our truth trying to get onto the show. <laughs> yeah, it just sucks because like the way like the whole thing happened because like Nia was like pushing her own team off, but yeah. like they still wanted to win. Yeah, but like it doesn't make sense why she would like hurt yeah, her own it's team. Very disjointed from a storytelling standpoint. Yeah. There um, were like good moments, but the overall story of the match was like. Yeah, because especially they had the chance on Monday to put both Bailey and Sasha on the team in a way that made sense when they're when they got like that match got disqualified or whatever mm -hmm. uh, because they were fighting for the last spot, right? No, yeah. it was. Then it could be like, oh, because you guys can't play nice and let these people, let let these two fight it out to see who gets on the team, they're both on the team and we're kicking someone off kind of yeah. thing. I don't think yeah. it makes anyone look stronger or better. Yeah. yeah. I did like the Asuka Banks part. Yeah, that they was... They just yeah. had their own little... Little moment. And that's what those yeah. matches I like. That's what I like about Survivor Series matches is we get these little sort of like appetizers of matches that could be really really cool. Yeah, because yeah. they last completely year two missed the men's, each other in an exchange. In the right? men's match, yes. Yeah. Okay. We did last year the men's match and uh, we had AJ and uh, we got nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is like Triple H and like Bobby Roode, father or son. <laughs> oh, poor Bobby Roode. <laughs> Look how far he's fallen. Dude, fuck. Who's that? <laughs> he is the. Glorious one. <laughs> he's the. Uh, he does seem legitimately like he's having fun with the fucking Drake Maverick piss pants stuff. <laughs> well, someone's got him the, in chat. The first time I've seen him seem like he's legitimately happy about something in a long time, but it's Since still such, money. still <laughs> such a like fall from where he was. Yeah, I want I want Chad to get a singles thing. Cause he's like he has like a silly like kind of like that that, that one character. time when he did the like U.S. title open challenge like a year and a half Against ago. AJ? Against AJ, that was like you could see what he could be oh, he's as so a single. Yeah, why are they just sticking him in the tag team? Short. I, he's short. <laughs> But AJ Short. That's it. No, uh, that's it. The AJ's Daniel Bryan, <laughs> WWE champion, is five eight. That's also like, his son. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like Chad <laughs> Gable talking, uh, 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 smacking talk. Them. Smacking how, talk. How, how much Chad Gable weigh in at? He's probably like 180. Like, put him on 205. I don't know. Give him something. You should even go to New Japan. He's yeah. like one of the few that I think would actually do well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or even on 205, I think he'd be fucking great because he'd be way different than yeah. everyone else. Like yeah. having like because he's more collegiate. A cl- like yeah, he'd be Gulak's best friend. Collegiate oh, grappler. Yeah. Yeah, like, but he's even different than Gulak. Like Gulak's like a catch wrestler. A catch wrestler. He's a like Olympic. Sub, like I mean, a Kurt Angle yeah. style. Greco Roman. He like, should have been Kurt Angle's son. I know that should have yeah. been. That's all the thing. Like yes, Jason Jordan is also an amateur wrestler and may, like he's bald. Also is a rib though. Yeah, but womp womp, Jason Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Or neck. That's like, yeah. What's the next match? Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. This match was actually really good. Oh, really yeah. Good. So good. Hey, it's... all of you who want Nakamura to wrestle like he did in Japan, shut the fuck up. Because if he was in Japan, he wouldn't re-wrestle like he used to. Because yeah. he's in his late 30s and he's, hurts. He's yeah. old. Let him chill. Let him just hang out and yeah. have a... Be be happy still have you... a great WWE be happy match. With get. Be happy with what you get. I mean, if I'm pretty sure if he, like... Like, it doesn't matter. He's, yeah. he's having fun. He had a really good match. He puts on good matches yeah. when he wants. It was great. <laughs> yeah, well, that's really... <laughs> I don't think he wants to be, like, old New Japan. No. Shinsuke. He wants to be surfing U.S. champion. He like, wants... Like, come in, hit my knee, fucking like, bad vibrations. I want him to win the WWE title, like, a lot. I want him to be a main eventer. And I still think he can be with this style. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Because he's he's better than most of the roster. He even has when so he's much chilling. charisma. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're one of the people that wants old Shinsuke, the King of Strong style, just go watch those. Go watch matches. his old matches. Yeah, he's, he's, like, been, he's been wrestling for so long, like. And also did MMA. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not everyone's gonna be Minoru Suzuki, who keeps that same style forever. Yeah, like, and the only reason like Tanahashi can still go is because they have so many more breaks. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's gonna fall apart one day. Nox, he already Nox has been all like, the time. Yeah. <laughs> so let him fucking. Pick his spots, and he picked a good spot because yeah. this was like an older Nakamura match. He was going, yeah, yeah. And like, it, I mean, it was Seth. He, yeah, like, he still has it. Like, look at that Cena match when he beat Cena on SmackDown. We almost like, killed him. Yeah, we almost killed him. That was actually Cena's fault. But, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that match was like 11 minutes long, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, just let him pick his spots. That was Cena's him, like, last good match, I think. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. Did you watch Superstar Super yeah. Showdown, bro? Did you watch it? Yeah. Did you watch did Super you Showdown? See the sixth move of Doom. Yeah, I, I know exactly what I said. <laughs> Speaking of which, he's coming back to house shows next month. And some raw tapings leading nice. up to Rumble because yeah. we gotta we got get it. Rumble. He yeah. he's coming back like. And Bumblebee is coming out, so he's gonna promote it. He said that he literally has one day at home after coming back from China before going on the road to promote Bumblebee and then back on. I feel like that's how he likes it, though. Right, I feel like he's a busy boy, but... I mean, if he sits at home, then the the loneliness is gonna... (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna start tweeting weird stuff. I set every time every night, 6 to 9, for uh, social interaction. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna start playing You're a fucking rope piano again. (laughs) Yeah. What's the next match? AOPP versus The Ball. Okay, match sucked. What the the fuck? And Like, the match wasn't good. Make Drake Maverick piss his and pants. And they just make like the make whole Joe thing. Scary. The yeah. whole thing was just to build to Drake Maverick being his big pants. show. Like big show ah, scary. I, I, I texted piss. you all this, but I'm, or maybe like I tweeted. I don't even remember. But like, imagine a year, like a year or two ago, like saying like at Survivor Series, Big Show is gonna make Rockstar Spud piss his pants. <laughs> and like he couldn't get the mechanism to work. No, and also they were just like. 
really pushing down and it looked like you were seeing his actual dickhead. I, was, unless he was like really trying to be. I was making dinner while this match was going on because I was like, I don't care. Yeah. And then I just heard Corey Graves laughing uh, hysterically <laughs> and I turned around and I was like, Drink Maverick, Maverick actually pissed pants? I missed it. And I didn't and then go they back. Laughed, I didn't and then they hit the fucking move, so it made everybody in that match look like geeks. You have AOP, who was supposed to be and fully primed to be fucking badass, uh, like a fucking Legion of Doom ass fucking yeah. team. Bring Paul Ellering back. I mean, you know, <laughs> this was a horrible mistake. Paul, where are you? You and couldn't then, see P in leather pants. And then on two hundred five live, they made and thankfully, but like they made no reference to it. It's two just Drake Mavericks. He's just the, a joke uh, on on Raw now, but it's also like he's making AOP a joke. AOPP. I mean, A-O-P-P. it's hilarious. A-O- I wish it was AO piss. AO piss. Authors of piss. We write the piss. Oh, we can't can't say piss on TV, but we can say PP. AOPP. Um, Next Mooch. Buddy Murphy defeated Mustafa Ali. Great match. Great match. Mm-hmm. So and glad he's on the main card. They also... In like, the middle of the show, too. It, it took it took them a while to get the crowd into it, but he hit that fucking Spanish fly um, off the, the announce table, and everybody's like, okay, we were in. Yeah. Yeah. And from there, they were like all into that. A great match. Definitely one of the matches. The, Buddy Murphy the matches is WWE Kenny because <laughs> he moves like tries to move exactly like him, and also steals his moves. Yeah, but he's really good. He's so really good. good. And then Mustafa Ali is just fucking great. So. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't watch Two Hundred Five Live. You wanted him to win, yes. Mustafa. Yes. So is he going to ever? So yeah, Mania. Yeah, they, okay. they announced that... I think he needs to beat Cedric. And I think okay. C- and I think Cedric's about to go heel. Yeah, right? I think so, because this upcoming uh, 205 Live, they're doing a tag match with Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy versus uh, versus Cedric and Mustafa. And I think... That's what I was thinking. I think Cedric might turn on Mustafa and in that match. Tony Nese has even like hinted like tiny bit at like turning on Buddy Murphy, so... That's just weird. Yeah, and that, all that uh, character that Tony Nese has. Yeah. <laughs> Right, just dripping with charisma. That's what Katie and I were talking about when we were watching. It's like they're they're building it up. So my expectation is that Tony Nese will turn on Buddy Murphy uh, at some point, and it's just like, oh, that's cool. But there's a lot of other people I'd rather yeah, see fight to- Buddy Murphy. Tony Nese is a great worker, but like his character work is just like, I've I've got abs. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, okay. Look at my abs. Like so does look Every at everyone in this match, <laughs> especially between those four guys. Like yeah, a lot of abs to be found. Tall, shredded. You're not the only ab man here. Yeah, Anthony. <laughs> you used to go by Anthony Nice, actually. Ooh, quick count your abs, Anthony. Uh, then we had Team Raw versus Shane McMahon. Yeah, right. Uh, this was. Such a shit match, too. Second year in a row that they've basically done the same shitty story. Except way less star power. All of, all yeah. of the matches yeah. that weren't the Survivor Series matches were, like, good. Yeah, I, I, I honestly do not care about this match. Yeah, I, really I mean, don't. like... The, the way they, like, buried Samoa Joe... Oh, they killed <laughs> like, him. For right but, off, like, that happened, and I was like, I'm done. But yeah. I was over it. my assumption was that he's injured. And no. so that they just... They were in L.A., and that's where he's from. Oh. And so they didn't want him to get cheered. Oh. Yeah. I just I just assumed he was injured, so they didn't want him to hurt himself. I mean, yeah. Samoa Joe is a Schrodinger's injury. So. Yeah. <laughs> also, he like they, he's had a cage match last night against AJ. Oh, okay. He's, he's not. They just didn't want him to get cheered. Yeah, with him and Ray, they should have won this thing. Yeah. Um, they, especially with the infighting with Raw. 
and like yeah, it turned into Shane McMahon versus the three biggest dudes on <laughs> Raw. It's like fuck, dude. Just like it was like sad. Trying beat. to build like don't make him do another coast they, to coast. There were like. Bond I did murder him. By the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did enjoy like just like the characters and storytelling stuff of Shane McMahon, like of the Miz getting Shane to keep doing these huge moves. Like Dude, watching like, Shane get McMahon, back up there, man. Get do it again. Could do, do it, it again. He's like, okay, if my and dad he's like, love me. he's dying. I, I liked Who that stuff. Make my dad love me. I liked that stuff in a vacuum, but he was the, sweating so hard, I was sweating. Yeah, and you can definitely tell that they are toying with the idea of a Miz babyface turn. Like, yeah. Which, I don't think it'll work. I want good things for the Miz because he works so hard and he's like he's so consistently there. Mm-hmm. He is like, there. I'll give him that. like you know like he's a guy that shows up and like works really hard at what he does. Like he's I not the best. He's like there. but he is like trying really hard. The only always try to put people over, like that they put in programs with him and stuff. Yeah, and and I just don't think of like I think that it, he can be a situational baby face like in. Hollywood in in LA like he had a dark match for Smackdown and, against Daniel Bryan for the title and got like super a huge babyface pop mm. on Tuesday yeah but he's not gonna it's there in Cleveland like yeah, yeah. where he's from he's not he's he's just such a heel like mm-hmm. and even though I do like that he's now saying I told you all about Daniel Bryan I was right this whole time yeah I just don't think he has like a baby face move set or like can work like a baby face. At yeah, all. Well, that clothesline's a baby face clothesline because he stole it from Matt Seidel. That's true, but like he, the, he like just he every. It too, and it was actually really funny. Yeah. He's like, Evan Bourne had a thousand moves. I needed one. Yeah, <laughs> like I, yeah, I, I think just can't see him as an effective underdog at all. Like yeah. he doesn't have he doesn't have the work rate for it, so. Um, we have to talk about this because we're a wrestling podcast. Um, Enzo Amore showed up. Dude, did he? Oh my god. <laughs> Looking like Uncle Rico. Dude. <laughs> yeah, he did. He just bought a ticket, like, put a hard hand. Also, put a wig and a he was, that, when he got kicked off of a plane, he was going to LA. Yeah, so he got Should have put this together. He got kicked <laughs> off a plane for vaping, going to go sneak into Survivor's To series. try to hijack no, Survivor's I, well, like, I, I heard this theory that I 100% believe now. Him getting kicked off that plane was on purpose to get his name back in the mm-hmm, news cycle mm-hmm. before he then did that. Of course. Because he then had his show for his album release, which 35 people showed up to at Hell a 2,000-person yeah. venue. Hell no yeah. way. Yep. Oh, fuck yeah. So... He 100% got kicked off that plane on purpose. Mm-hmm. He knew a thing that he could get kicked off a plane for, but then still get a new ticket the next day, mm-hmm. which that was, like, being argumentative. Dude, sometimes you just got to catch a vape, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that is what, he 100% got kicked off that plane on purpose. But he, like, tried to do his, his like, whole thing. His whole shtick. Wearing his own merch shirt. Yeah. Now, was this anywhere televised, or did they, like, catch right away they, he was they, we're just over like yeah. the fuck out it's here. like when people run on the field naked they cut away mm. yeah, yeah so like they just like didn't try to give it any attention because mm. I only saw it on the internet yeah. same and um, like, I, security I, guard Lisa hero yeah. the hero one who fucking stopped Gronk was the same one mm. yeah, and um, uh, tights and fights group was at um, Smackdown on Tuesday and she was standing in front of them shielding them from in the front row shielding them from getting hit by all the like Thanksgiving food I saw that Daniel Radford was posted like this is my hero yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, shout out to, to Lisa. 
I know, and, seriously. Uh, fuck you, Enzo Amore, God, forever. Enzo. Yeah. Such a giant fucking turd. I love that 35 people showed up to his stupid, <laughs> yeah. stupid show. And fuck those More 35 people. showed up to the bankrupt release show. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck those 35 people. We're yeah. talking about Boise Hardcore. But <laughs> I think 35 people are involved. <laughs> Uh, then we had Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair in a match that I was not expecting. I don't. Oh, so many people love this match, and I I love the story of the match. I love the after the match was over. The aftermath. The, of the match, match was like was what it was. It was one of her worst, like Ronda's worst matches. I don't. So many people are I've seen saying like, oh, she did such a good job. I think she I, looked. She sucked shit in she this match. She looked lost. See, that's what I. That's where I was with it too. Yeah, because. She didn't have a month to prepare. Yeah. She and had a couple days. I think that this was the exact same layout of a match, but, like, obviously working with someone the size of Charlotte and who does the specific things that Charlotte does versus Becky, they're two different performers. Well, because Charlotte's like, definitely a performance center worker. Yeah. And Becky was a just wrestler. Yeah. So, so like, it was so sloppy. Like, Charlotte a couple times looked legitimately frustrated at how sloppy it was. Yeah, like, sometimes it looked like she was giving her the business a little bit. Like some uh, of the, some of that might have been like her being like building towards the char- like the character shift after the match. Uh-huh. You know? But I think some of it was legitimately like I'm frustrated at how sloppy this is. Yeah. My uh you know, I try to see the good in it. Mm-hmm. I try to see the good in it. You know. But it's because I I think much because as a person I'm just not a fucking fan. But like I was just really noticing how like yeah, like lost she was looking in that mm-hmm. match and just like I don't know. Um, it also seemed like the ending, my only gripe really with that was that like it felt to me like, oh, they wrote this to be the ending with Becky, but they're just doing it with, with Sharp. Yeah. No, this was actually, they, they, they did work stuff because they want three top women. Yeah. They, they want three super over. Becky and Ronda are already super over, and they come to terms that they're going full go with Becky now. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, they just, they steered into the Because they skin. can't not. Yeah. yeah. And then now they, will, they want Charlotte to be the other one. And so they're going to make Charlotte a heel? Uh, I don't think she's necessarily a heel. This was a... But then... It's a stone cold ass type thing. Yeah. It's yeah. A, because like mm-hmm. on SmackDown she fights the Iconics. And she's you over... don't fight the Iconics being a heel. Yeah. She's over in my mind. I think she's over yeah. as fuck. Sure. But like are you going to have her and Becky basically being the same character on the same show? They're going to be do I think going different ways. Yeah. The, the ending point for... Becky is going to be WrestleMania. Ending point for Charlotte is going to be, I think, Royal Rumble. Yeah. yeah. But, like, man, just watching Ronda get the shit kicked out of her was so sad. It's kind of cathartic. It was like, her, yeah. like, her, she felt, and, like, I'll say something positive about her. Good on her for being a good sport about it and taking all those hits. Dude, she looked real mad at the crowd because they were cheering Becky and she was, like, covered in welts. And well, Ronda wasn't, I mean, Charlotte wasn't holding back. Oh no, she destroyed that kendo stick on yeah. her. Yeah, and like her when she was chopping her, her chest looked like someone took a cheese grater really? to it. Seriously, like no, it looked like, like she was fucking. Like I don't know if I've ever seen Charlotte like that. No, no, like just brutal. Um, I think the crowd got her a little bit at the end, but also I mean the crowd's just sometimes shitty, but like. She like she's shitty. The yeah. fucking thing <laughs> is, that, that's like where I was trying to go. But I was trying to see how I was gonna phrase well, it. Because like there was like she like stopped and turned to the person in the crowd and said, "You're not a man." Gender police, fucking Ronda Rousey. Like. That's the thing. It's like that. We're right, eighteen to thirty-five. That's the target demo. Their target demo is actually younger. Yeah, but like that's like a that's like pretty good demo to, to get. 
the, that's the number one marketing demo. Just because yeah. they'll spend the yeah. most money on the merch, whatever. Exactly. But, but then you have her fucking shitting on it. Yeah. Like, what you get? The, you're not gonna get a sympathy reaction. You're, yeah, you're missing a very key demographic. That's, yeah. It's the same with like it's a Lacey Evans effect of like who is supposed to be cheering you. <laughs> Who likes this? Who likes this? <laughs> well, and uh, sure, a portion of the audience, but I don't think the vast majority. I, I think I think it's shifting. Yeah, like I think the typical WWE audience is shifting. Well, and we just well, yeah. if you want to know the actual, want to know who the highest, like the average age of a WWE fan is right now? Sixty-nine. It's like fifty fucking years old. Really? Because yeah. it's just people that watch when they were young. That's just what they've watched. They watch pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. and it's the show that's on on Mondays. And they'll follow SmackDown to whatever it goes. They just watch wrestling. Yeah, it's like fifty something years old, and it's wild because they try to get little kids, and like a growing part of their demographic is the eighteen to thirty five. That's the part that's kind of growing, but they're not getting little kids. Mm. And then this, the older fan base, is really who they're getting the most of. Yeah, shout out if you're fifty and listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Because they, basically, I would assume they want Attitude Era money. They want Stone Cold Rock money. They when don't every want... single fucking child was watching wrestling. But the I thing that they don't want, <laughs> that at least it doesn't seem like they want, or they're not building to it, is used to have built, the star was the draw, and now they want the brand to be the draw. Yeah. Not The Rock's coming down, not Austin's coming down. WWE's coming down. I think that yeah. they got so fucking, like... Scared off by what? Ass. Well, and scared off by what happened after they lost Austin and The Rock and like all those people. Like the Ruthless Aggression era, like when they kept and then they like built someone like Brock who should have been the next guy and then he left. I think there's so many things that happened to them where they went after that period of time. You see them going switching to like the brand is number one. Yeah, because they don't want to get like left out by someone having to retire or leaving or whatever again. Right, like, putting a lot of weight on one person's shoulders. They don't want people to stop watching because their favorite, like, person isn't there anymore. Like, they don't want that to ever happen to them again, and it's a dumb way to market their company. Yeah, it is. All right. Um, then we had Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. That uh, was fine. So, if they... <laughs> Oh, I'm going to preface this. It's very interesting who Brock Lesnar respects, and you can tell who he respects by how he works in a match and how hard he sells, because motherfucker was selling his yeah. dick yeah. off. He was working harder than he's worked oh, man. in like five years. That whole match yeah. swerved. This me. might have been... It was his best match this in is, five, yeah. five years. This is my favorite Brock match, and it might be one of my like favorite matches from a storytelling aspect in a long time. With like, and which because is impressive because there's barely a build. My emotions during this match were insane. I was. It's the most uncomfortable I felt. Like the beginning yeah. of the match was the most uncomfortable I felt about a match in a long time. Same. Yeah. So because when, I kept waiting for that turn to happen for Daniel Bryan to turn it on. I thought they, it was going to happen after the first one, and then mm. after it happened, I was like, "Oh, Daniel Bryan's getting squashed." And they, I was like, "They drew fuck. it out perfectly. It felt so much like the the first half of this match felt so much like that Cena match where Cena got squashed, where it's just like, okay, when's the turn going to happen? When's the turn going to happen? And then it never does. Yeah. But then when they it did turn, it was just like, oh shit! And then Brock sold his fucking yeah. like he sold ass his off. Dink off. Yeah, they yeah. brought because yeah, they definitely they brought me to that mm. point of being like, okay, like my mind was like, where are they gonna go with having it just be like this? 
like a cat and mouse sort of thing, but then like once the cat catches the mouse, it's just like kind of hard to watch. Yeah, it's like oh, he's killing him. Yeah, but, th- but uh, then they just showed like how like lethal Brian is because they got me to that point of being like, where where are they going now? And then That's when he comes, such a fucking when he demon coming back and just like starts chipping him away because th- this was exactly it was Bam Bam Bigelow versus Shane Douglas. I was watching with Brady. He's like, dude, this is Bam Bam and Douglas. I'm like, holy fuck, you're right. Where Bam Bam was beating the shit out of him for that first part, and then all of a sudden he gets one little opening, and then you see the franchise opening, like starting to get against like the fucking bigger, stronger, better guy, if you will. And once once Brock uh, tried to do that first F five on Brian and he hit the ref and stuff, and then Brian hits that nut shot on Brock. It was like, could he win? You know, it's like it, it was it was a roller coaster of emotions in that match. And like mm-hmm. when Brock sells for people, like he he's a great seller. He really is. Yeah. He wants to. Yeah. Yeah. It almost makes me more frustrated with him. <laughs> yeah. It's like we had you as universal it's, champ for this fucking long, and you wouldn't so do any wild, of this. Though. It's like such a weird thing to see. Like you can tell who Brock respects, yeah. and who Brock wants to put in the work for because it's, he will. It's Daniel Bryan, AJ, AJ Samoa Joe. Joe. Undertaker yeah. and like Cena, obviously, and like yeah. those like the guys he knows from back when he started, and the guys the, that are going to put a the lot one of, guy a big he, chunk of change in his pocket. The, mm-hmm. the guy he respects, which is I think Taker's like the only guy he legitimately like looks up to in pro wrestling. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the guy he feels like this guy's a badass. He's the fucking man. Like that's why like before their match, like they had like that weird little interaction of like two fucking just weird like rednecks. Yeah. yeah, even like even though the match ended up being a shitty match, even like the match against Randy Orton. He like still took an RKO on like the announce table in that match yeah. and stuff like that. Like he that, was because they, they came up together. So yeah, like, they they came up together. Like I think you know, even if it was like a match like with Ray, I think he would like let Ray have like like work really hard to make Ray look good as like the tiny underdog guy. Like, yeah, like people from that era. But like would. guys like Braun Strowman, he didn't give a single shit about. Yeah, yeah. it almost felt like probably feels like it feels like on a personal like, level he does not like he, Braun Strowman. He tried with Roman. But, like, not like that. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I think he did that more so because I think Heyman respects Roman mm-hmm. a lot. That, the first WrestleMania match, he did. Like, that That was a really... That's a really good match until, like, He also, like, was still, like, having decent, like... Decent matches at that time. Uh, the whole time. Because they hadn't gotten to that, like... That was, like, his last decent match before kind of... Because that's when he said Suplex City. Yeah. And so that's where that whole... The whole thing was born. So he was still just killing people. Yeah. And so, yeah... Yeah, Daniel Bryan rocks. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, I thought I had him a couple times. And I was like, okay. God, those yeah, stomps, I wasn't even mad like, that he lost. Like, I wasn't expecting him to Especially, win. okay, Daniel Bryan's character work after the match, where he, like, had a sick smile on his face after getting the shit kicked well, out of him. Well, and, like, like, I know we're not going to dive into this week, but, like, his promo on SmackDown was, oh, like, yeah. I needed to get the weakness My out of me. My hopes and dreams kicked AJ Styles in the balls. <laughs> yes. And when he's like, I needed to get... The weakness beat out of me by Brock Lesnar. Like, I needed that. It's like, okay, yeah. cool. Like, I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, there was so much anticipation. Because we hadn't got any explanation since the prior Tuesday. Uh, from what, when he, like, turned on AJ. And so, yeah, his promo on Tuesday was the best part of SmackDown, I think. It was, that show sucked. That was yeah. an awful SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown were both Yeah, bad. They yeah. were god-awful. Yeah, they were. I watched... And, and then, <laughs> the fact that like NXT was better than either of them, and it was like the like uh, the, the, the dark match and recap show. Yeah. yeah. Then NXT UK was super good this week. They're getting a takeover. Yeah, they're getting a takeover. Oh, That's sick. sick as hell. Blad in Blackpool, where the original UK tournament was. Cool. Ginny um, and Tony Storm had a really really good match. Yeah. So now they're just building the TLC, right? Yes. Is that next month. 
Uh, December. Okay. Yeah. yeah, a few weeks. Braun might be there or not. Because <laughs> yeah. he's, he's legitimately hurt and having an elbow surgery. Oh, he surgery. hurt his elbow. Yeah. He uh, fell. Yeah. I, I thought that was actually a good part of uh, Raw when they were... Uh, it was dumb how they led into it, but the part where everyone was beating down Braun, I think it was good, except it showed too much of like a, a human side to him. <laughs> Just like, I can't feel my damn fingers. Yeah. <laughs> he can't should... feel my fingies. Yeah. I can see the gravy dripping, but I can't feel its sweet, sweet moisture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Wrap it up. Yeah, I gotta get going. Boom, right. that's what you get. That's what you get this yeah, week. I gotta, a little shorty. I, I gotta go to get a birthday lunch. Birthday lunch. Don't deny him that. Um, so yeah, uh, you can follow me on the internet at Ostercoaster on Twitter, at Blue Oster Colt with a V on Instagram, and that's all. Uh, I'm at Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram. Uh, also at Wrestle Drums on Instagram. My dog's at Zeno Pupperino on Instagram. Uh, if you want to check out a podcast that I do with my mom about grief and, and life and whatnot, you can check out Dealing With It. I love it. It's fun to do. Uh, we just recorded an episode uh, that will be out on... I maybe I don't know when you're hearing this. Maybe it's out. But we're with my, my older brother, and he's talking about uh, becoming a parent uh, while like losing a parent and stuff. It's just it was a good conversation. But if that sounds like interesting to you, uh, check out Dealing With It. Follow me at KFabeDad on Twitter, at MyChemicalDadPants on Instagram. Great name. Follow us at Genuine Thank Wrestle you. Boys on Instagram, at nice. uh, WrestleBoysCast on Twitter. Uh, buy our merch at bit.ly forward slash WrestleBoysMerch. Yeah. AudibleTrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. Read yourself a goddamn book. Um, I am on the internet social networking websites at DuckShirt. That's with uh, D. Uh, D as in Donovan <laughs> Dijakovic. D as in DuckShirt. U as in, hey, aren't you DuckShirt? <laughs> Isn't, see, that's duck shirt over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out Dr. Blair, I miss you. Uh, shout out to my all-family everything dudes, Cradley Booper, and I think, uh, I don't know how to say your last name, Andrew, in, in, the, in the Slack. Shout out to you guys. And uh, Russell Boys 216 says, have a birthday, Eastside. Get some birthday lunch. Yeah.